Welcome to the Book Advantage Podcast. I'm Tenille Martinez, your host, a seasoned educator, former instructional coach, and lover of the written word. Let me be your guide on harnessing the power of books. Join me as I discuss the impact of books on personal growth, life's purpose, and achieving goals. Create a life you love, one book at a time. Now, on to today's episode. It's that time of year again, the time when we reflect on the past 12 months and set our sights on the 12 to come. A time for hope, for change, for rebirth. A time to pick the perfect word to sum up our New Year's resolution. Ah, that word resolution. As it turns out, it does a lot. The word resolution comes with a lot of baggage. It conjures up images of forcing ourselves to do something we don't really want to do, like to go to the gym every day or give up carbs. No wonder so many of us abandon our resolutions within weeks or even days of making them. The word intention, on the other hand, is infused with positive connotations. It implies that we're setting out to achieve something we're passionate about, something that will make us feel good. And when we feel good about something, we're far more likely to stick with it. But what exactly is the perfect word? And why does it matter so much? Join me on a journey of discovery as we explore the power of words and how picking the right one can make or break your new year and how we can bounce back when things don't go as planned. More about that later on in the podcast. So when it comes to New Year's resolutions, or should I say intentions, we often get tripped up on what we want to change. Do we want to be healthier, more productive, less stressed, more organized? The options are endless, but studies have shown that getting specific about what you want to change can increase your chances of success by up to 80%. One way to get specific is by choosing a word that embodies the change you want to make. This word becomes your North Star, guiding you throughout the year and helping you make decisions that align with your goals. Want to be more productive? Pick a word like efficient. Want to focus on your mental health? Pick a word like present. Having a word to serve you as a reminder of your goal can be especially helpful when you're feeling discouraged or off track. Anyone who has ever stuck with a long-term goal knows that there will be setbacks along the way. But when you have a word to ground you, it becomes much easier to get back on track and keep you moving towards your goal. But more often than not, our well-intentioned plans fall by the wayside before February rolls around. In fact, according to a study conducted by researchers at the University of Scranton, less than 10% of people actually achieve their New Year's resolutions. So what can we do to increase our chances of success? Well, it turns out that the answer may lie in the words that we use to formulate our resolutions in the first place. The way we frame our goals can have a profound impact on whether or not we're able to stick to them. For example, research has shown that using words like will or shall instead of try signals to our brain that we're committed to following through on our goals. Furthermore, studies have also shown that it's important to be specific when setting goals. So rather than resolving to lose weight or eat better, which are both fairly vague objectives, try something like I will walk for 30 minutes every day or I will eat three servings of vegetables at every meal. There's actually a science behind why certain words are more motivating than others. 
a 2013 study published in the Journal of Psychological Science, found that people are more likely to achieve their goals when they're associated with positive words like love or happy rather than negative ones like don't or not. That's because positive words produce what researchers call an approach motive. Basically, they inspire people to take action and move towards their goals. Negative words, on the other hand, create what's known as an avoidance motive. This means that they make people feel like they need to escape something unpleasant, which may actually lead them to give up on their goals altogether. It might sound like nonsense, but the words we use to describe our goals can have a surprisingly powerful effect on our behavior. In another study, participants were asked to imagine themselves either reaching their goal or failing to reach their goal. Then they were asked to rate how good they felt about themselves. Not surprisingly, those who imagined failing felt worse about themselves than those who imagined succeeding. But here's the interesting part. When asked to rate how likely they were to achieve their goal, those who imagined failing were just as confident as those who imagined succeeding. In other words, even though picturing themselves failing made people feel bad about themselves, it didn't affect their belief that they could actually achieve their goal. So why does this happen? Researchers believe it has to do with the way our brains process information. When we imagine ourselves achieving our goals, we tend to focus on the positive outcome. We see ourselves crossing the finish line, not struggling along the way. But when we imagine ourselves failing, we focus on all the negative things that could happen. We trip and fall, we get tired and give up, etc. As a result, imagining ourselves failing makes us feel bad in the moment, but doesn't affect our long-term confidence. There is so much power in words. Every year, I embark on this process of finding a word for the year, something that will represent the intentions and goals I aspire to achieve. My word for 2022 was limitless, inspired by Jim Quick's book of said title, Limitless, How to Unlock Your Hidden Superpowers. Initially, when I picked up this book, it was to find ways to help my students become better learners, since it breaks down the science of learning and memory in an easily digestible way and provides practical exercises to implement in all settings of your life. But this book was so much more than that. It was so much more than just a how-to guide for boosting your brain power. It was an inspirational story about Quick's own journey from a struggling student with a broken brain, as he was referred to by one of his teachers, to a world-renowned expert on memory and learning. It was this story that inspired my selection of the word. You see, the year before, I was inspired by the book Relentless, From Good to Great to Unstoppable by Tim S. Grover and Sherry Wank. Tim Grover is a legendary trainer working with powerhouse athletes like Michael Jordan, the late Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, and so many more. His words motivated me to dig deep into those desires I wanted for my life. So I became relentless. I lost over 70 pounds. I climbed a mountain twice and took a leap in my career. It was being relentless in 2021 that led to being limitless. The achievements showed me that the opportunities can be limitless. I set high goals for 2022. Starting this podcast was one of them. 
2022 showed me that my focus on being limitless was initially surface. I was just focused on checking off boxes I listed as goals. Being limitless was so much more than that. It was getting to know myself and the overall vision I had for my life. The overall vision I want for my life. Digging deeper into knowing what I will support and what I will let go. There's five takeaways I took from the book that I'm going to share with you that helped me come to this realization. So the first one, breaking things down into manageable chunks. When you're trying to remember something, it can be helpful to break it down into smaller pieces. That way your brain isn't overwhelmed with information all at once. This also helps with goals. Second one, finding a connection. Memory works best when there's a connection between what you're trying to remember and something else that you already know. So if you're trying to remember a new name, for example, try to associate it with someone else whose name you already know. Number three, this is something that I practice daily and how I process a lot of my emotions and thinking, which is putting it in writing. Sometimes the act of writing something down can help you to remember it better. This is because the act of physically writing engages more of your senses than just hearing or seeing something would. I'm an avid journaler and processing thoughts through writing have helped me through an enormous amount of things. Number four, his book helped me see the world through another person's lens or perspective with learning. We tend to think of learning as something that is slow, difficult, and frustrating. We tell ourselves that we're not good enough at certain subjects or that we're just not wired for math or science, a thought that I've had for a really long time, or whatever it is we are struggling with. But in reality, anyone can learn anything they set their mind to if they have the right strategy. This is something I've shared in my classroom with students, especially when using words that display a fixed mindset instead of a growth mindset. I always tell the students, you haven't learned it yet, but you can. And in the end, you will. Number five, use actionable strategies immediately, like reading 20 pages per day to triple your reading speed. There are so many useful tips in this book that help you learn faster, remember more, and perform at your best in every area in your life. Lastly, this book inspired me to reach for more in everything I did in 2022. I had a few detours throughout, but in the end, I pushed past limitations to achieve things I didn't think were possible. This book will show you what's truly possible when you tap into your full potential, and it will give you the courage to dream big and go after your goals with everything you've got. I don't have a word yet for 2023. It still hasn't come to me, which means that I have to sit through my process of reflecting and setting intention to generate my word that will guide me, that will guide my steps and decisions for the new year. If you want to join me in this process, send me the word rig, R-I-G, reflecting, intending, and generating through my DMs on Instagram for more information. Just remember that the right words can change your life. Let's do this together. Thanks for listening to today's episode. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please connect with us on Instagram at The Book Advantage. Stay in the know by following us as we share exclusive updates, a look behind the scenes, and golden nuggets shared after every podcast. If you loved us, don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, and review. Until then, create a life you love by turning one page at a time.